Hello, how are y'all doing? So, I'm just going to put myself out there as Viking321. Because um, I'm not going to put my real name out yet. I don't know how this is going to be perceived or if anybody would really be interested in this type of topic. But I'm going to be talking from the point of view of being a military veteran's wife. Um... My husband's fixing to retire from being in the Army for 24 years. We will be together for 20 years, uh, the beginning of September. And we celebrated our 19th wedding anniversary in July. Uh, we have two beautiful children. Our children are college-bound this fall and in 7th grade this year. Crazy! Can't believe it! they grow so fast and man it's like you blink and they're 18 years old my mind is blown because it's crazy I can't believe I'm not even 40 yet and I have an 18 year old going to college in the fall like what oh my goodness But I thought I would do a podcast, you know, and just talk about what being a military spouse has been for me for the last 19 years. And the ups and downs and the struggles and, you know, just letting other military spouses out in the world, male or female, it doesn't matter, that you're not alone. And it's okay to not be okay some days. And we all just want to know that we're loved and supported. And I want to be that voice for you so you know that it is okay what you're going through. And yes, what could be dire 911 shit you're going through, but it may not be like that for somebody else. And it, you know, everybody has to understand we all process things differently. We all, you know, digest what's going on differently. We think, you know, and people react to different situations differently. And, you know, just because your worst day is not somebody else's worst day doesn't mean that what you're feeling is invalidated you are allowed to feel like shit had just hit the fan. And you just want to know that you're not alone sometimes in those moments, you know? That's one thing that being a military spouse that I have learned is Murphy's Law. The minute that they walk out that door, anything that can and will and is able to break will break. As soon as they take off. And just know that once you get your three things of Murphy's Law, you should be okay. I'm not going to say you will be okay because everything doesn't necessarily always work out that way. And, you know, 
for those women that are having to give birth without their spouse there, which doesn't happen very often nowadays, but you still have to have the few that don't get to be there when their baby's born. And I'm going to tell you my story. Um, I was a high-risk pregnancy. My husband and I found out that I was pregnant in December. And mind y'all, we just got married in July. <laughs> so, he, we got a bun in the oven there fairly quickly. Um, and then January, he got orders to go to Iraq. And since I was a high-risk pregnancy due to my autoimmune disease, my husband and my parents had a discussion and basically, not basically, I did get told what I was going to do. And, you know, I got moved back into my parents' house. Crazy, I know. And then he left when I was barely even showing. Like, I had the littlest, tiniest bump. And... You know, I have the most amazing parents out there, like, even to this day, like, God bless them, and I am so glad God chose me to be their daughter, and vice versa, have them be my parents, because without them, I wouldn't be where I am today, and I wouldn't be a little bit of who I am and identify myself as who I am if it wasn't for those two. And, you know, being a first-time mom and your husband being deployed, I'm so glad they did what they did. They had me move back in and for the first two weeks of my son's life, they did turn sleeping downstairs where our bedroom was like my bedroom was in the front of the house and the living room was towards the back so they took turns sleeping on the couch to help me get used to having a newborn to take care of and it was so great to have them being able to do that because they would change his butt and then bring him to me so I could breastfeed him. And sometimes my dad would feed him a little bit of formula so he would last a little longer so I could get a little extra sleep. And my mom did the same thing. It's but as much as I love my parents and how supportive they were. Honestly, I would take it all back if I could have had my husband there. And my husband see me hold her son for the first time. Have him hold her son for the first time.
I got to come home to him every night instead of having to get to know his son six months old when he finally came home. It's not right and it's not fair. Sorry, y'all, that always makes me cry. <laughs> Ugh, emotional, right? Who needs all that? But, I mean, I am who I am. I'm not going to change. You know, Sometimes I get over emotional and I'm sorry for that. Not really because it's who I am and I'm not apologizing for who I am because I love who I am and I'm pretty freaking awesome. But I mean I feel like their bond is never going to be as close as it could be because, I mean, he didn't get to interact with his dad until he was six months old. And, I mean, their bond's good. They hang out, chit-chat, talk about everything and anything under the sun, really. But there's something missing, and you can kind of tell and see, you know? And I hate that for them. And, you know, I had to go through some pretty scary stuff with a new baby that all alone, my son actually contracted RSV when he was two months old and he was four weeks early. So that was very scary, especially when he quit breathing and he even collapsed and went limp in his doctor's office and they still sent him home with me instead of admitting him in the hospital because he literally quit breathing and he wasn't responding to pain stimuli they he wasn't even responding to where he just got a, a shot they pushed down on that and everything i still can't believe they sent him home with me and i can honestly say i don't think i slept for two weeks because i was too afraid of him quit breathing why I was sleeping and I would wake up to my son passed away. And no, I didn't tell my husband about it until after the fact, after he was home because he didn't need to know about that and didn't have to worry. But I don't know how long these podcasts should be or whatnot. So I'm just going to let this first episode be. And, you know, if I can see a response for it, maybe I'll keep doing. I mean, it would be interesting to 
see what all y'all think. I hope you guys have a great night. Bye-bye.